calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Welcome back, champions, to The Lucky Die. Previously, Laughing quotes a great poet, Ralgis Bogren protection from the stalking, Squash learns to track in a new terrain, and Sultana catches her friend. He who is conjuration, deep within the dangers of the swamp in the stalking, gives the team reluctant entry to his home. Siric reveals that he knows full well the position they find themselves in, and offers to take them to Hope, his girlfriend and current timekeeper. Why is the hourglass somewhere so inhospitable? How does a human live so long? And what else was lost to the history of Cyric's apocalypse? I guess you're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die. find yourself standing on a shore and as you look behind you you can see that there are a lot of trees and there's what looks like a, a lake and as you look forward there is a, an island covered in trees one of them is very very tall and you recognize it as the tree in Belagbud. everything here is a strange color though it's kind of like a, a lightish brownish color There doesn't appear to be much movement going on. There is this low-hanging mist over the lake itself. And as you look into the tree lines, you can see that everything is just ever so slightly obscured, like you're looking through a really thick glass. 
What do you want to do? Did you say the tree from Balakut? Yeah. Did Does it look like we're at Balakut? But like spooky warbly? Yes. Yeah. Oh. That's not weird at all. Oh, I see. Traveled north and we were in Falsum when we went to and then now we I see what you Well, there. you don't exactly know where Noise Village is, but yeah. It's a good bet to say it's probably a couple of days south of Bellegbood. And we were in Swampland, which is kind of in it. Okay. Yeah. Um, the Cave of Echoes, is that the tree? It's a well. Well of Echoes, sorry. That's all right. I know it's in that direction. And he kind of like points off to where you would guess and kind of some of you remember um kind of the clearing that's in front of the the big tree the count the tree where the council is usually held like there's like a big clearing there he's pointing in that general direction um is hope in the tree or that's a very philosophical question oh wait you mean okay never mind <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. I don't know. I just know that she and the hourglass are here somewhere. I'm going to make an apology, and I think I have an idea. And I really shouldn't go with you. (laughs) Might make things a little worse for you if we get caught. Aye, if my missus found out I was helping you steal a job, she might be a wee bit pissed at me. Well, more than usual, I guess. Uh... I don't know her, so I don't feel comfortable telling you it's going to be okay. (laughs) But I'm sure it's going to be fine. So, like, listen. There's this, uh, there's this new goddess. That's, uh, that's all the rage everybody's talking about her. Her name's Odette. She's the goddess of forgiveness. Uh, so if you want some help with your, with your lady, uh, and you think you, like, fucked up and she's mad at you, you know, like, maybe, maybe pray to Odette. I'll bear that in mind. I mean, I fucked up a good un. It's been like a couple of centuries since she agreed to speak to me. So it's got to be a good apology. Maybe some divine help wouldn't be amiss. What did you do that pissed her off for more than a century? Now that is a long and complicated story. Oh man, I wish we had time because I really want to know. Nah, I'm keeping that between me and my missus. Good luck. Uh, I respect that. Um, <laughs> I don't, I mean, well, I guess I do. <laughs> that is rich coming from you, Squash. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to respect that. I respect that. <laughs> um, you see, uh, Sirik turn around and he, he lifts his hands and he begins to cast a series of conjurations. Um, he's casting more than one spell at once and you see all the things out on the lake subtly begin to change and kind of the air itself be kind of begin to hum and vibrate and he's clearly doing something way bigger than he should. <laughs> um, this is going to be the, the mother of all apologies. Um, so yeah, he's, he's in the middle of casting. He sent his back to you. Um, the, the kind of the saber-toothed tiger just came along and is just kind of sitting behind him. Um, the spider is currently perched on top of the, uh, of the, on top of the, on top of the tiger, um, just kind of like staring at all of you. 
He's doing magic to a big area? Oh, yeah. Oh. He's going to conjure a giant bouquet. Do we need to go into his apology to do the thing? <laughs> no, I think this is our cue to leave. Pick a full Yeah. Okay, other direction. Okay. He does not yeah. know our showmanship. He wasn't there in Cicero when we like we did the biggest show ever. <laughs> Get us a cannon and that woman's gonna forgive you in a snap. <laughs> You're not wrong. We cannon, right, 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 cannon. We have to start like hiring ourselves out for uh convincing people, for shows where you like need to convince someone of something. <laughs> oh bloody hell. Hire uh, the the prison quartet. Oh, we need a better name than that. That was the, that was the first thing I fucking came up with, and it's not good. I'm gonna keep working on. I feel like we don't have a fucking. We can team workshop name. it. We need a fucking team name, you guys. We're like five years into this. How do we not have a team name yet? No, but that's exactly why we're not. <laughs> it's too late now. We fucked up, man. <laughs> Um, all right, you five find yourself standing on the shore of Belligbood. Question mark, Belligbood. Yeah. yeah. Squas is looking at the tree. Um, am I misremembering or did we see the tree in Cicero too? I feel like we saw it there. You saw a tree in Cicero, not this tree. Hey man, okay. I don't know how to tell you that they're like trees are a thing that's like abundant. Well, nah. yes, but not not <laughs> bellyboot trees. Those are kind of a special breed. Uh, yeah, yeah nah. but not every tree is a bellyboot tree. Is what I'm saying. Like, was it a really, 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 really big tree, or like just you know regular tree size? I I don't remember. <laughs> No, I just, I, I, I don't know. For for a second there, I thought we had seen this tree in every plane of existence we'd gone to. I don't know. I thought that meant something or something. I don't know. I, I think, I think, I'm thinking, I'm, I think I'm procrastinating. I'm looking for anything else to talk about other than going into the Well of Echoes. We're not going into the Well, are we? Is it? How about the Felsomic Four? That's a good team thing. No, that sounds like a dressing. It does, but it ta- it sounds really delicious. Very quietly off in the distance, somewhere within the tree line, you hear a very quiet voice. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, Hi. five. Oh, countdowns are never Four. good. I'm going to put my shield up. I had Vine Zoltana. Well, if we get hit, I can go to the stock. Coming to find you, ready or not. Oh, fuck no, it's the things. Are you Ah. fucking joking? Is this a fucking Squid Games reference, V? No. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, V told us about this in the fucking first... um, These are the, the hide and seek things. Oh, oh God, what was I surprise? forgot. So now my brain was like, "This is a <laughs> this is a fucking Squid Games reference." And I'm mad. <laughs> I really like Squid Games. Though. It's really good. It's a good show. No, I just don't want to be in the Squid Games. It's a good reference. No, you don't. Um, 
Bogrim goes completely still. Yeah. Like he does not move at all. What are the rest of you doing? I know that Laffin is hiding behind Zoltana. Zoltana, you have your shield up. Raoul, what are you doing? Um. Don't move. Don't move. Don't. Don't move. Don't. <laughs> Don't blink. Blink and you're dead. What if I have an idea? <laughs> Did you just say you have an idea? What if I have an idea? Don't. Just. Do. <laughs> just. Stay. Shh. It's alright. Just don't move. Okay. <laughs> well. What's your idea? Can I just really quickly say that internally right now, Zoltana is having a struggle between how much <laughs> she doesn't want to listen to anything that Bogram says because she is <laughs> mad at him and like how she really does not want to get killed by things that are playing fucking hide and go seek. <laughs> I just I just want to bring that to the surface. While this is all going on, that is what's happening under the surface of Zoltana. Thank you. I can cast this little magic thing it moves. I can run them away maybe with it. He's talking about Unseen Servant. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, Tio is perched on your shoulder with their wings slightly expanded like, uh-oh. <laughs> he's not going to put Tio in like actual danger, especially no. not on the plane that he's from. No. He's actually probably <laughs> looking for Tio for like what to do. Yeah, Tio just kind of like... Yeah, kind of like their eyes go wide and if he had like eyebrows it would be kind of like the eh. <laughs> eh. give it a shot <laughs> i don't know how much do i have to move to cast this do i feel like i have time um does your does your spell require is it semantic yeah it takes everything so it's kind of like a uh, tough one to get through um, in that case i will have you roll a sleight of hand oh. that's a thing right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay good <laughs> i'm just trying to figure out what to tell it because i'm gonna have to tell it to do something uh run around in circles in a different direction might be a good one <laughs> yeah i can just give it some some yeah. Thing, like a cloth and tell it to take this yeast. Yeah. <laughs> take it that way. Go yeast. <laughs> um, God, yeah. I, I, oh yeah, no, go for sleight of hand. Not great, huh? But I feel like I'm fast, so if anyone should try to get us out of trouble here, like, you know, I am fast. I can run, maybe. So. That is true. I'll give it a shot. Since this seems to be a visual thing, he's going to do this. Slide of hand. 17. All right. Versus their perception. You cast the spell and you sense a presence kind of just in front of you who reaches forward and grabs whatever cloth you were offering it. That's what you were doing, right? Offering it cloth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it takes yeah. 
and goes running off in a westerly direction. And you see, you hear the creatures laughing very gently and they kind of go off in the same direction. Your spell was unnoticed. Shall we leave? Or should we just stay still? I think we ought to keep moving. The quicker we can get to your hourglass, the quicker we'll be out of this hellhole. Yeah, let's let's go. Let's go. Okay. Uh, I may have misunderstood that, um, but I thought the the hourglass of Bikron was in the Well of Echoes or past the Well of Echoes. It's in the same area. Okay. Well, then we're going to search around the Well of Echoes before we enter the Well of Echoes. <laughs> Smart. Um, you head along the path that would take you to the clearing that's in front of where the, the council tree is. The fog here gets suddenly very thick, and you can see probably barely more than five or six feet. It's it's heavy. And you hear this kind of shuffling and scuffling sound. The air is already quite cold here, but you suddenly just get that drop in temperature. Like, you put your hand forward and it's like a wall of cold. As you get deeper into this fog, into this mist, squash with your ridiculous perception, you see that there is a slight kind of glow ahead of you. And you all suddenly start hearing these whispers... You're not sure where they're coming from and you're not entirely sure who's saying it, but they are a multitude of voices in all different types of languages. You also all note and spot that there are these kind of faintly glowing red objects kind of off to one side. Roll a perception or an investigation for me, please, folks. Wow. Natural 20. Perception. Ooh. Uh, Laffian? 18. And Squash? 27. Everyone's so good. Yeah. <laughs> I got a two on the on dice. On the 18 and on the 19. All right. Um, everyone, you hear the following you hear a voice that three of you recognize, but Squash does not. Hmm. You recognize the voice of Jens. And you hear her say, I'd be much better at this with you standing next to me, you know? You know what to do. You always knew what to do. Do I do I risk contacting that second group heading our way? Warn them about Dachin's group? <laughs> I mean, what if they're Dachin's backup? I don't want to. I won't put that past him. He probably does. But if they're not, then they're walking into a slaughter, Kenny. And and I could just stay in the Earthark with Homer and the others, and and not tip our hand about the ambush. Oh, he always had a clear mind on these things. Oh, I miss you, Kenny. Oh. You also all hear a completely random voice very clearly cutting through this in common saying God, this day sucks 
everybody who got above 20, you hear Nimverna's voice. And she says, but you're not the same, Talvin. You're not. You also hear, oh my God, how did I? Thank you, Eclipse. Thank you for sparing me. Everybody on a 25 or above, you hear Trampal's voice. And he says, fine, I'll do it. Is that what you want, world? For me to step up and be a leader? Fight the good fight? <laughs> sure, because all I am is bloody good at paperwork. You will be throwing my hat into the ring and do it? Really? Fine. I'll do it. Anybody get 30 or more? Nope. And then you don't get the last one. Fudge. Staging. It's a good one too. Saying saying <laughs> yeah. his weakness. <laughs> oh. I sure do wish they don't find out about dot 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 and that's all you hear. <laughs> that's when we find out that he actually just has a very small bladder. <laughs> that's what, that's the real well, reason wish, he had to leave the fight. I wish that we when had. I created myself that I had a bigger bladder. This is just the worst. Middle what of the fight, he's this? like, shit, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> Every fourth turn, he bathroom, has bathroom, to bathroom. take an action to go to the bathroom or hold it. No, he's, Can't save to hold it. Um, he's like, uh, God, goodness gracious, I hope that they never find out that my weakness is love. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, everybody, hug nation. I just love... Oh, no, hugs were the answer. If they knew that my weakness was love, then Raul would be able oh. to defeat me right quick. Post haste. This is my best received procedure. <laughs> um, yeah, this is what you hear quite clearly-ish as you're heading in this direction of the Well of Echoes. Uh, so this is where all the thoughts and prayers go. What? Sorry. It's got a nosebleed there. Meta-knowledge. <laughs> Had an image of a book full of faces on... Don't know why. There's so many people talking. What? 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 I can't hear you over these people talking. Stop it. There's so many people talking. Shh. <laughs> this area is surrounded with crimson. They're very sensitive to noise. That's really unfortunate with us being an audio podcast. <laughs> I know. It's like I'm going to make you describe what you're doing. <laughs> God, what do you take this for, D&D? The Crimson, they carry messages to the dead. Wait. They're kind of okay if you don't get in their way. Okay. For the most part, they're kind of docile. If you get attacked... If, if you can't get past them quietly, give them a message to give to the dead. It's worked for me a couple of times, but it's not a guarantee. Plenty of those to go around. <sighs> okay, so where are we going? Squash, are you feeling a magical, mystical tug? Um, 
Your keen intuition. I mean... Do I have a gut feeling? Uh, we can basically see nothing at this point, so we have nothing but our guts and and and. Anyone who got a twenty or above, you'd be able to kind of more pinpoint where the sounds are coming from, so you'd have a better idea on where the well itself is. But that is definitely where some of those kind of bright red glows are, or dull red glows are. Okay. Uh, yeah, Squash just kind of, like, points in a direction. I think the center of this area is over there. If we maneuver closer to it, we might be able to find the hourglass. Or maybe we should skirt around it a little bit harder. Just for a little bit. Just see if we find anything else. Follow your lead, pal. Lead the way. Uh, Squash is going to start by skirting around the center a little bit. Mm -hmm. Just to, like, if something changes, if he picks up anything new, anything, um, for instance, uh, another human being moving through this area, picking up any of the things that he picked up from Okay. Uh, All right. I'm going to need you to roll a stealth check. And anyone who's heading in the same direction with him at the same time also needs to roll a stealth check. It is an advantage. You do get a plus two. Um, And I also need you, Squash, to make a perception roll. I mean, I assume we're all going with him. (laughs) I don't know. With a roll like that, Aethel, I'm not entirely sure anyone even knows where the fuck you are. (laughs) (laughs) They've They've got a gut feeling for where I'm going. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. No. no. Oh, no. You know what? I fucking, I've never, I should never do anything that requires a stealth check ever again. Well, no, you roll it again. Oh, no. What do you mean roll it again? No. Right? Because you're advanced. Well, no, because no, no, it's not. No, they're, they're flat. Oh, um, so it is a wa- oh, They okay. have the boots, which give them advantage. They have the armor, which gives them disadvantage. So no matter how many advantages we stack on there. Hmm. Yeah. It's still a straight roll, and unfortunately, uh, it's not It's not a one. I mean, it is a natural one, but it's not a one, because you have a plus two from your trinket. Um, plus four. Fucking no. hell. <laughs> All right. Sultana, nat one, three. Um, Raul, what did you get? I got a 20. Plus okay. two. Uh, Lafayette? Plus two, 20. 18. And Squash. 35. You're not entirely sure where Squash is. You think, you know, he's heading in the right direction. Um, okay. As you are very quietly inside... Oh, I need to roll for Bogram. Bogram also kind of very quietly disappears. You're not entirely sure where he is either. Um, as you make your way kind of skirting this area where the well is, um, kind of making your way around the red... Zoltana, there is a kind of a much louder sound that comes from under your feet um, than you necessarily intended. Um, and you all hear these creatures, the, the the red glows that are in this mist. You hear them shuffling and start slowly and then more quickly and rapidly running towards where Zoltana is. And then you see them emerging out of the mist. You see three of them in particular 
They don't have any arms per se. They have very long legs and very strong and powerful. You can see that they are mostly just rib cage with like a thick fur over it. You can see that the glow is coming from within their chest and their face is just teeth. And they lunge towards Sultana. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. For a 18 versus your armor class. I want you to take a guess if that if that hits or not. <laughs> yes. It does. What? You win. Are you sure? Yep, my armor class is 17. I thought we got you a cloak. Yeah. Oh, well, it would make an 18, so it would still hit. Something does not up there. Do you not have a right? shield, too? Where's that with your shield? Oh, well... No, I my shield is, uh, like... Complicated... <laughs> uh, you know what? Yeah, fuck it. I'll I'll add my plus two for this one, because I only get to use it once a day, so or one minute per day. That's right. So I'll one minute per day. You minute. can activate it now. I activate it now, which means that I'm a, I guess twenty AC. So no, it doesn't hit. No, it. Your cloak right. actually was added into the. the oh the, well, that's still it's, then it's yeah. then I'm not nineteen, which so it still doesn't hit. We yeah. uh we need to get you some plate. Casey. Yeah, I think yeah. so. We need to get you some badass armor. Um, preferably one without preferably one without dis- disadvantage. <laughs> this is getting ridiculous. <laughs> Mithril plate? Um, you see the creature mm-hmm. lunge forward all teeth as it tries to bite into Zoltana's shoulder, but the, the armor upon you is just too thick. Um, and it kind of like bounces off. Um, what do y'all want to do? I'm going to cut its fucking head off. No. <laughs> Telepathically to Zoltana, say, give them a message to relate to the dead, please. I I go for, I start to go for his, for Cal, and then I get that in my head and I go, can you tell my dad that I'm sorry I wasn't there? Take a persuasion roll. Really? I got a one. Wow. wow. I have a nine in person uh. plus nine to persuasion, which is why that's a ten. <laughs> Guys, I got two natural <laughs> ones in a row. That is like... You already also had one earlier today. This fucking app yep. is a piece of shit, you guys. I'm just saying, like, there's no way I should be able to get, like, two natural ones in a row. I'm starting to think that the, the natural one curse, curse is not as much shifted. moving as it is just spreading. Yes. Yes. Uh, I've infected you all. I'm sorry. You should be. Um, <laughs> all right. The creatures lunge forward again, and I'm going to need y'all to roll for initiative. Yep. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> D20s are fucking bullshit dice, and I will never fucking get over how stupid they are. <laughs> They're uh... <laughs> What's it called? The platonic solid or something stupid like that? It's because they they don't you there's <laughs> you don't have like either a good or bad chance of any number because there are so many numbers. Your chances are literally five across the board, five percent for every single fucking number, and it's just oh, uh, it's just a garbage fucking dice. And I mathematically, it's dumb and I hate it. Anyway, 
That's, All right. That's my, um, that's my Latana, D20 rant for the day. Done. Thank you. <laughs> I got a six. Uh, Lafian, what did you get? Also got a six. Which one of you has the higher decks? I have a 15. Yeah, it's you. Squash, what do you get? 18. And Ral, what did you get? 17. Grogan is the worst. All right. <laughs> Squash, there are three of these armless, teeth-filled creatures um, bearing down upon Zoltana. You ready? All right. Um, Squash is going to take a, a step back and move in such a way that he kind of blends into the fog. I'm going to say you're already hidden. You had a 35. All right. Uh, and then Squash is going to let off a, a, an attack on his uh, crossbow, uh, trying to hit one of the creatures that is attacking Sultana. We will call the first one Toothy. Okay, I'm going to attack Toothy. And... Oh, no, that's the second one. <laughs> that's ah, the other one. Okay, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm going for Toothy. <laughs> Uh, okay. And I'm attacking Toothy, with, uh, Teethy, and Steve. Advantage since I am Thank you. Uh, hidden. Yes. That's a uh, 27 to hit. That definitely hits. That's 31 f- piercing damage. Uh huh. And three frost damage. Okay. I am not happy with this. Uh, no sneak attack. Oh, that was that sneak was attack. my sneak attack. If you, oh, if you look at the numbers bad. that I rolled. Oh, that was rough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um. Oh. Okay, that's weird question. Yeah. What are you owing up? Is Squash's crossbow like looking kind of funky or doing anything weird? Hmm. Yes. Go it on. C- care to elaborate it's on that? Yes, um, it is glowing a very subtle blue colour. Where all the woodwork is on your crossbow. It's glowing subtly blue. <sighs> My bow's made out of fucking Bikram sand, isn't it? It's Or, you know, mat- the big fuck-off tree that's right there. Yeah, it's it's almost 100% one of the items we could have churned down to make some Bikram sand to substitute. <laughs> yes. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, I just realized that. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, um, bonus action. So uh, Squash, like, fires, just looks down and goes, shit. Oh, (laughs) we didn't have to do this. None of this was necessary. He said it's a substitution, and it might not work as well. Alright, and then I'm going to bonus action stealth. Yep. Uh, yep. Sorry, that was accidentally at advantage. Uh, that should have been. You should be. You have a. I still wrote. You that. have an amulet. Oh the right, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Then thirty-four to stealth away. So thirty-six to stealth away. Yes, yes, you are hidden in the fog. Like the fog is quite thick. You take a few steps back, and you're just going to be hidden. Yeah. Like. And that's the end of my turn. I, I am sorry to disappoint literally everybody in my group with that. <sighs> Nobody else sees that your crossbow is glowing, though. Um, all right, Ral. You have uh, Toothy, Teethy, and Steve. Teethy has been shot with a crossbow bolt roughly at, like, neck area. Okay. Did these things have eyes? Yes. Okay. But they 
just have teeth instead of a face. Face just filled with teeth. Yeah, there are some eyes. Mm. Gross. Yeah, yeah. So we kind of have to beat these things up. Maybe you can convince one of the ones that I haven't attacked to fuck off. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Send words to the dead. You could try and yeet it down the well. That's also an option. <laughs> I want to try. I'm gonna try one thing, and it's not gonna do any damage. But the damage is not okay. what I'm like intending on. And I'm debating doing a different thing because it would last for a full minute. So I'm okay. gonna go for the thing. Originally, it, it would be toll the dead, making a loud bell noise. I'd have to target one of them. But the, again, the damage is gonna be so nothing that it's not gonna make a difference and I'd rather go for the time duration to maybe like okay. throw them off or give them some form of disadvantage on something um but oh like uh, like an attempt to overload their senses yeah he's gonna minor illusion on the spot that we're in having this fight the sound of like a fourfold fight <laughs> a lot of voices <laughs> Yelling over each yeah, other. Yeah, a lot That's of shouting, a lot of voices. These particular things. A lot of cheering, a lot of. Uh, yeah, um. Yeah. I'll, I'll allow that. Okay, that's Rollster. That's it. That's all I've got because it's an action. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I, I want to try to throw them yeah. off somehow. Uh, I love it. Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. Okay, yes. And how long are you going to try and hold that up for? A minute? Um, duration, one minute. I don't All right. think it's concentration. It's not. It's just minor illusion. All right. Okay. Um, all right. All of you just suddenly hear, on top of all the other voices that are coming from the Well of Echoes itself, you just hear what sounds like a fight going on um, with, yeah, you've been to fourfold, at least most of you have been to fourfold fights before. It's just what it sounds like. Um, it's loud and and awful. I love it. Um, okay. Um, next is Bogrim, who rushes over and pulls out his axe, and he smashes, attempts to smash down into Tithi. He hits for really shit damage. Um, he lifts um, his axe and he screams. Um, uh, he screamed. He screamed. He screamed. Oh shit! What, what was he yelling? The fucking backstory. I don't remember. Um, I'm too old for this shit. Uh, that was one of them, and I put it in solely because I knew it would make me laugh. Um, <laughs> um, he just he just yells. Uh, I'll try. I'll, I'll look it up while I'm in the middle of something else. Um, you see his lift is, he lift his axe high and he smashes into the chest once. As he swings it back, he smashes into one of the legs and sees that he's got like a really good and deep gash that time and tries to go for exactly the same place again and attempt to like cut off one of its legs. He doesn't quite manage it, but you can see this creature is very heavily wounded now. And that's his go over, Lathian. Hi. Hi. Y'all... Except for Rawl. Did Rawl get near these things, or is Rawl, like, still away from them? I'm kind of, like, where exactly we were. We we're kind of yeah. being attacked. They've come to us at this point. So Rawl is in punching range. Yeah. He just yes, didn't. sure. Okay, well, you know why I'm asking. I'm going to make everybody do <laughs> another one. 
You need to be able to see them, right? Because <laughs> you can't see squash. Yeah. You fucked yourself on that one, Squash. Uh huh. I I made an informed decision. Uh What was that phrase again? Uh, I can't. I the risk was calculated. Hello, consequences of my actions. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Hello. Oh, guess who it is? It's the consequences of my actions. Yeah, um, so I'm doing yes. overwhelming attack, and I'm having uh, Zoltana, Rawl, and Bogram do another one. Okay, uh, Rawl, you have the option to attack. Do you wish to attack? Um, do I see them reacting in a way that seems like they're going to stop at all to any of this? Um, you notice that Toothy and Steve, the two that haven't started attacking or have been attacked, you see them like reel uh, backwards and like their shoulders like lift up and try and cover like what you assume might be ears. Uh, they seem all three of them actually quite dis- um, disorientated. Okay. Um, but the the one that is still aggressive that we've started on. Yeah, it is also a little discombobulated too, but it is still in Zoltana's face. I'm gonna do a little bit of damage to that one and okay. double down and use the toll, toll the dead move. So a the sound of a bell fills the air around us for a moment. It must succeed on a wisdom saving throw. These things are not very wise. Eight. Okay. The DC was 16. Yeah, it, it fails. Um, so I believe on Toll the Dead, it takes 1d12 necrotic damage. Uh, 1d8. It has already lost hit points. Oh, okay. Yeah. One damage. <laughs> well, okay. Um, you don't notice any dis- massively discernible <laughs> effect from it. <laughs> but I am making everything just hell for them, yeah. probably. And that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, you just. So. That should be like. Death by a thousand paper cuts. That should be like three d 12 though. Because we are super high level. It's the cantrip. Do you cantrip scale with character level. Yeah. Yep. So roll two more. Yes, please. There we go. Seven and five. That's 12, better. The thirteen total. Nice. Yep. That's much that's better. much better. That's a more more sustainable. Uh, Bogram will go for his multi attack again. He hits twice. Um, he's definitely going for the leg this time. You can see that he he feels like at least he's made some sort of headway into fucking this thing up, and he's just going to keep going for it. You can see that it has actually like broken the bone now, and it's just like hobbling on that one leg. It looks teethy, looks super fucked up. Sweep the um, legs. So, <laughs> uh, Zoltana, you get to make your attack action. That motherfucker, if you want to, is getting. You don't put your face in my face unless you don't want to have a face. So I'm going for his head. <laughs> okay. Sultana. That seems fair. Fuck them teeth. Sultana 420. <laughs> this is like uh, one of the paragraphs from the Bible. Uh, <laughs> first attack. God fucking damn. <laughs> Second attack. 
So my first attack is so 30 to hit. Does that hit its AC? Yeah, that, that definitely hits, yeah. So it's 16 slashing damage. Plus 2, so it's 17, 18. Plus, uh, <laughs> I'm not using my Divine Wrath, so I guess I'm not. And 38 then, total. No. Uh, yeah, 20, so 28 on that first one. Wait. Mm hmm. 16 plus 24. 6 plus 2? 24. 24. Yeah. 24. Close. <laughs> We're and getting there. Does uh -huh, 26 uh -huh. hit? Yes, that also hits. Um, how do you want to deal with this one? Did I kill it? Yes. Your second, your second absolutely destroyed him. I don't even have to smite. I was going to smite. I'm, I, Zeltana's already in like a, an extra ticked off mood because of the whole Bogram situation. <laughs> so she's she's uh, she's like, uh, all you have to do is like chew your food the wrong way and it's going to set her off. So. Uh, this and this thing has a lot of teeth to chew wrong. Okay, would anyone be really upset if I went really fucking disgusting with this? I don't care. I don't know. Depends how gross. But yes, do it. Zoltana is going to <laughs> cut off its head and as the head lops off, reach in and pull its teeth out with her hands. Gross. Yeah, I'm all on board for that. Fuck it. Um, like, you, you smash the top of pot, part of its head off, so you just have, like, that bottom bit of teeth left. And, like, it's still moving around a little bit. You know, fuck this and just rip the teeth out. It's the final, like, fucking blow. I love it. Yes, that's beautiful. Um, okay. And now I Lafian. have teeth. I'm going to make a necklace. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> uh, you still have a move and a bonus left. What do you want to do? Uh, move. I slowly and carefully move slightly away from uh, fucking chompers. Mm-hmm. Toothy and Steve, yep. Uh-huh. And that that's it. <laughs> My work okay, here is right. done. Um, your work here is done. I am an enabler. Zoltana, it's your actual go now. <laughs> oh! Uh, Toothy and Steve have not taken damage. Um, they seem like a really disorientated. Their heads are wobbling around a little bit. You see their shoulders are like lifting up to where you assume their ears are. Um, they're still in range, but they're not, they haven't started attacking you yet and you haven't attacked them yet. <laughs> I'm going to hold up. I'm going to grab the the head with one hand and hold up, like, I'm going to spear the head on, on Cal and I'm going to hold up the teeth it with my other hands. <laughs> And I'm going to yell, tell your dead buddy he fucked with the wrong guy. I actually love that. <laughs> That's like just clever enough. I love it. First of all, have a dice of inspiration. <laughs> um, it's fucking brutal. Second of all, I would like you to roll one intimidation check and one persuasion check, please. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> uh, um, as uh, what did you get on your rolls? First of why 25. we're laughing so hard. Good. You see, as you deliver this proclamation, um, you see that the kind of um, in their chest area, you see it glows so much brighter red for a moment. <laughs> and they stop, still a little bit discombobulated, but they turn and actually begin to walk away from the well of Echoes itself. Um, you are out of initiative. 
I turn off the fourfold. Sultana <laughs> <laughs> is like breathing hard and trying to like calm her rage down. <laughs> Bogram is wise enough to take a few steps away. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the right move. <laughs> that's the right decision, Bogram. All right, what do you folks want to do now? I want to crack so many jokes. That's what I really want to do. <laughs> this episode could be called chewing out. It could be called pulling teeth. Uh... Oh, no. <laughs> How many teeth do I have? I need to make a note. How many uh... teeth can you fit in a fist? Um, uh, roll a d20. Fuck it. This is my validation. <laughs> 18. You have 18 teeth. There you go. Do I, did I get rid of my Simple demon bear enough. skull, by the way? Or is that still in the bag of holding? Uh, I believe someone has it in a bag of holding. I don't know who, though. I'm just collecting bits and pieces of, like, <laughs> trophies. things that I kill. Oh, am God. I? Oh, my when, God. When I you open the first church of Zoltana, you can have it as decoration. <laughs> Dream I, on, uh, no. Sultana's gonna be like a little bit of a fucking crazy person. No, you're gonna be like that guy who went to Africa and then brought up as a souvenirs back, and they're gonna tell you a bunch of boring stories about where they got eats and everyone. Well, you're gonna have a oh, like collect- uh, like someone taking pictures yep. when they're on holiday and forcing their friends to watch yep. the slideshow. Yep. Except uh, Sultana does it in a macabre way. Here's the demon bear skull. I got this in the island of t- uh, on the magical island of. Oh. I got this in Gita on the time Gita. that it tried to eat squash, mm-hmm. and then I got these teeth from the stalking mm-hmm. plate. Now that was a story. Yeah. Let me tell they you. They tried what. to eat me. You guys, I, this is my new. This is my new. Uh, I need you guys to understand that this is going to be my new mission. Is that every time we I fight something it. really weird, I'm going to try to take a part of its bones. I love it. I genuinely love it. It adds. It adds to the entire like myth that is going to be Zoltana in five thousand years. I, I like. I love it. <laughs> I like to think that like Zoltana is like it's part of like the thing that's changing about her as she becomes more godlike. Is the hmm. need to like <laughs> trophy hunt? Do <laughs> things apart? Yeah, well, like the, the need for vengeance is becoming stronger and stronger with her because she's becoming the goddess of bloody vengeance, right? Mm-hmm. It's probably better than my idea, which is that you hate archaeologists and you're going to give them all your animal remains and tell you you found it in one place. <laughs> Indiana Jones at your heart out. Um, all right. What do y'all want to do now? Well, um, since we just got rid of three of them, I think Squash is going to try to move in that direction and try to see mm-hmm. if he can, like, since, like, uh, probably a little area is kind of clean now, we can, like, kind of cut through there and get closer to what I assume is the center. Uh, yeah. Um, like, most of them have like taken this message to heart and they have like kind of moved around a little bit and you can definitely make your way over to the to the well itself um and as you get there this well is made of onyx you can see there are lots of like little stones that have been put together and cemented in you can see that it is also glowing very slightly red and the voices here are much much louder um, do you want to take a perception check to try and listen for someone or anyone in particular? Um, 
Yes. I want to listen for Coleman because I don't. It, I'm I'm genuinely hurt. <laughs> okay, roll a perception check. I know I should be listening for uh, for Dayton and figure out what the fuck he's up to, but I would. I would That's love... what everyone else is here. Y'all can also roll if you want to try and listen to a voice in particular, but it is kind of tough. Uh, can try. Trying to listen for Coleman. All right, do it, do it. Perceptions, please. Oh. Oh no. Uh, okay, Squash, what did you get and who are you trying to listen out for? I got 24 and I'm listening for Coleman. Or you you hear Coleman's voice come through, just kind of, you're listening for it and listening for it. You kind of get the feeling that she often doesn't speak out loud to herself. Um, but the only thing that you really pick up is, um, fucking bitch, I'll kill her. That's all you get. <laughs> oh, it was not the the heartfelt uh, prayer to <laughs> understand their destiny in this world that I was hoping for. All right, uh, I guess uh, Coleman's not... going dead next uh, time I meet them. <laughs> uh, did anybody else roll? Anybody else try and roll to hear a specific voice? Yes. Uh, what did you get, and who are you after? I got a nat twenty for a total of twenty-eight. Goddamn. And uh, he's actually listening for um, uh, fucking, what was it? Uh, Kells. <sighs> Would you like me to retract that statement? No, no. I, I'm just trying to think where she would be in this time. Assuming that. <laughs> and if she says anything out loud to herself. <sighs> I figured Dachin would be too full of himself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All you would hear is just eat a dick. I know about the echo, uh, well of echoes. <laughs> so you. Oh, so that's where you are. All, all, he, all, all he does is whenever he's alone, he's just like, I know a song that will get on. You know, <laughs> get on. that's all he does when he's alone. Um, <laughs> yes, please scry on me. Uh, let me open up the keynote timeline. Let's find out where the fuck she would be. In theory. Assuming that we don't kill her first. Yeah, there, there's that. Um, you know, a bunch of level, what are we, eights? Well, you could... Yeah, I mean, even if she's dead, you would still be able to hear her if she's uttering something in another realm. Bunch of level eight fucking pushovers versus grand necromancer of doom. Butchers. What could go wrong? Uh, she says... Huh. The Earth Dark isn't quite as dark as I thought it would be. <laughs> okay. Okay, did anybody else roll? Is anybody else trying to listen for a particular person? I rolled, but I messed up pretty good. It was an eight. <laughs> who who are you trying to listen for? Um, I think he tr is thinking about the Dragonborn, so he thinks about like Ruranma and seeing if Ruranma's okay. And then he concerns himself more with the two dragonborns that were on the boat. <laughs> I think he's very oh, curious about right. like, them making it back, yeah. so I think he was trying to listen out for them. Um, You, yeah. Uh, very, very easily. Oh, shit. Uh, let me double-check the timeline. I think you guys may be on a good time for them, actually. Um, You here... 
It sucks. Every single person um, that I've, we've named so far has been like a voice actor. Voice actors. <laughs> the well of um, voice actors. Oops. Motherfuckers. <laughs> the most expensive um, episode. You... <laughs> <sighs> the well of voice actors. That's the the, the bracket tagline <laughs> episode. <Yeah. laughs> Pulling teeth bracket well of well of voice actors. Can we um, bankrupt TLD in one episode? Equatfo. You actually hear both of them. Um, you don't get specifics, but you get the idea that they are mildly perturbed about the fact that they can see land mm-hmm. and what this new land might bring to them. Mm. Dun, okay. Dun. But they've made it and it's new land. So they're scared, but that's fine because they're yes where they need to be. Okay. Yes. They are worried, excited, all the things you would expect when you have to sail across the sea for a fuck ton of days and then you suddenly see land. <laughs> okay. That's good. Uh well, well, well. <laughs> the consequences of my actions. Yes. Uh Zoltana, are you gonna try and listen to anyone from the Well of Echoes? I am not. Uh Okay. I and you know what? Fuck it. Actually, I'm gonna try to listen to Daechin. Why not? I don't think I'm gonna. <laughs> I don't Give it a shot. think it's gonna work. I'm yeah, not get very David receptive. in here while we're at it. You're, you're, yeah. I, I have less worry about asking David to do stuff. He's always like, yes, nineteen. Um, and I'm gonna make the check a little bit easier because you guys are right in and on it now. Um, so nineteen. Uh, what did you get? Nineteen. Twenty. <laughs> um. Okay. Just imagine Sultana like just holds up her hand like I'm a moral beacon and I will not listen on other people's co- uh, conversations and, and conversations. Th- Wait, fuck you, Dacian. <laughs> I can hear the ocean in here. Um, I'm a moral beacon, I say as I start stringing up my new necklace made of the teeth I just grabbed out of a monster's mouth. <sighs> Gray is a moral beacon. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Uh, yes, on a 20, um, you hear Daechin say. Hmm, spunky and smart. Where did you take those books, I wonder? We burnt them, you fuck. Hey, guys. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I was listening to Daechin. Uh-huh. And he said something about books? Oh, uh, yeah, we we took all his books and... <laughs> Wait, is he still looking for them? He said, spunky and smart. Where did you take those books, I wonder? <sighs> Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, since you're now kind of more over the well, you notice that the um, squash, you would notice that there is a kind of the same kind of glowing blue coming from the bottom of this well that is currently on your um, crossbow. Is the hourglass of Bikrun in there? No. Maybe you need to go for a swim. I I really don't want to. I I don't want you to either. Squash gets out his 130 feet hempen rope. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um... How big is the well? Uh, water well sized, I guess. 
So like I don't know how big that is. So like if we drop Sultana down there, like her shoulders are gonna like scratch against the thing as go as they're going down. The fuck you gonna drop me down a well for you asshole? I'm not gonna. I'm trying to estimate <laughs> the size of it. I'm using you as a measurement stick. It's well, it's, what do uh, we have? Approximately dwarf size in diameter plus six inches. Alright. <laughs> Does that help? <laughs> Immensely, <Sure>. thank you. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's that's what you see. Um, yes. Um, squash. Um, the ground around the well, like pebbles, sand, anything, just just pick up and drop. Uh, yeah, dirt. Um, you could find rocks and pebbles for sure. Squash is just gonna drop one down the well. Um, it falls and falls, and you hear nothing. All right. Um, I think the hourglass is down there. Why well, that seems like a strange conclusion to be making right now. I I know, but the my stupid crossbow, which I think is made out of the same material, it's glowing blue, and I can see a glowing blue light down there. I I, I don't know. I mean, if you want, we can lower you slowly, and if anything, if you need to be pulled up, you do, do like, quick two tugs, and then we... Two tugs, we pull you up? Yeah, please. Three tugs, we lower you more. Or would you rather do one tug more, two tugs less? Um, uh, you've said so many tugs that I don't know which system is which anymore. <laughs> I'm so, sorry, uh, <laughs> you know what, that's fair. Anything more than two tugs you're just playing with, never mind. For the listeners, Aethor is making a face. You You're so fucking hear clever. off quietly and gently in the distance. Ten, nine, okay. uh, eight. Squ- uh, can Squash pinpoint seven. the direction? Uh, yeah, it's coming from the tree line to your north, about fifteen feet out. All right, Squash is gonna like shuffle the crew to the south side of the well and have everybody sit down. <laughs> okay, just hide from it. So we're not in its like line of sight, <laughs> and then Squash is gonna try to be as still as he can. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna make you all make stealth checks for this because that's a kind of solid plan. Um, you all sit and stay still. There's no walking about. There's no crunching to worry about, and you all stay completely still on the other side of this well. And you hear the sound of scuffing feet on the ground. And you see this very tall, thin creature that has kind of blue and purple runes all over it. They're not wearing a stitch of clothing. They have no hair. And they very slowly walk around you all and drop down low and stare into some of your eyes. But there's no movement from any of you. And they go off running in the other direction. Are we just going to be dropping squash down? Slowly. But yes. So, you tie a rope around Squash? Yep. Slowly lower him into the well. The way I'm thinking is I give the end of the rope to them, tie the other end around me, Mm -hmm. and then drop the rope down the well, the middle section. That way I can slide myself Mm -hmm. down, but if I lose the grip, I can still be pulled back up. 
Yes, yeah. I will fall a um, really horrible amount of distance, but <laughs> it's at least a system where I control my way up and down without... Uh, so if another spooky, creepy cr- kid comes or you guys get attacked, I'm not completely fucked. Yeah. Um, you slowly climb down. Um, the sounds from the Well of Echoes just increases and it just becomes louder and louder and there is this no way for you to at all discern what voices are which. There's just too many. You continue climbing down about 100 feet, 110 feet or so. Your feet hit solid ground. And there is an opening directly ahead of you, which you would probably figure would lead you kind of to the tree itself. It's not a particularly wide opening, you know, Zoltana would probably be okay through here. The taller of your two companions, probably not so much. But it looks clean. The kind of blue glow is absolutely all around you now. It's kind of hanging in the air like small moats. You can see about as you can, everyone can see in the dark now. Um, so, yeah, you can see about 30, 30 foot-ish, 60 feet. And the tunnel just seems to go forward and down. See, I'm I'm kind of torn because if there are pixies and other gross things we need to sneak past, I don't want to have the entire crew with me. But if this is just like a hallway to an area with characters, I want the crew with me. I'm kind of... That is Squash's choice. Um, your companions are also up at the surface and there are still things that will hunt and find them whether they come down or not. You have no idea what danger you're taking them into, but you damn well know the dangers above are pretty shitty too. Yeah, Squaz is going to climb up the rope real quick. Yeah, you're right. Leaving them up there is just a dumb idea. Uh, yeah, uh, Squaz is going to climb out of the well and like... Um, there's, um, there's a bottom to it, about 100 feet down. Um, and the... There's a really strong glow down there. I, I don't know what's down there, but uh, I think we're probably safer there than we are here on the surface. So if we can find something to uh, attach the rope to, we should probably all go down. That's terrifying. It's 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 kind of scary, but this area is also really scary, so... The underground in the regular world is really scary. What makes me think the underground in this world is going to be less scary? It's it's not real. You guys can leave as soon as Squash tells your lady to leave, right? Alright, let's go. I'll stay here. We can't leave the rope unattended. They're just as likely to cut it, and then we'll have no way back. I have Teal. Teal could fly it back up. Not just that. I actually do think you can run up this wall. You are oh, yeah, quite yeah. nimble. Right, I forgot you could do that. Oh, well. Bollocks to it, then. I mean, if you want to stay, that's fine if if you want to go. Um, no, I wasn't really relishing the idea of being stuck up here on my own, but I also didn't want you guys to get stuck. 
Oh, yeah, no, we'll be fine. He wraps the rope around himself and he just abseils down. Like, he just goes down. Um, <laughs> you said it's safe and he trusts you. Um, yeah, he makes it down to the bottom totally fine. I think the plan basically is leaving Ralph to last and then he can just slow will, slow fall with the end of the rope down. <laughs> I can't I can't slow fall. You can't slow fall. Ah, you can Spectre. run with purpose down the wall. Like and to be purpose. fair, if you tie it off somewhere up here, mm-hmm. if it does get cut, you can climb it back up again. But if it doesn't get cut, it'll be here. So you can still use the rope to climb down. Okay. I'm um, gonna make a roll. Yes, please. It's a 14. I'm okay. I just thought the idea of You're him fine. passing out halfway down and crashing <laughs> would be funny to you. Well, yeah, of course it would. It would be very, very fun. But no. He okay. But he is complaining the whole time <laughs> about the underground. Who is taking lead down this corridor? Squash. We are absolutely out of Bogram's like, element at this point. I'm too tall. <laughs> yeah, uh, for our two taller companions, you're definitely going to have to do that really uncomfortable back slouch thing. Um, Zoltana and Bogrim also very much similar, but not as much. Like, you have to duck your head, but not as much as the other two. Squash, no first given. I'm complaining it's more intense. <laughs> as you walk along this corridor, there is no light source at all the light from behind you is just completely gone and you're all submerged in complete darkness only those of you with true sight or blind sight or whatever the hell it is or have any idea at all what is in front of you this is pitch blackness it's a long walk it's a really long walk there seems to be no pattern on the ground there's no pattern on the walls it's just completely smooth the sound doesn't echo the way that it should the sounds that you make any voices that you dare to utter they're just muffled somehow the echo from the well is long gone and just a ringing silence remains the further along you go after about an hour or so squash you notice that your crossbow is becoming brighter and brighter and also heavier and heavier. Ahead of you, Squash, you see that there is a very small woman. She's probably about two foot eight. You can see that there is behind her this absolutely enormous hourglass. You can see the woods of the top and the bottom are exactly the same as from your crossbow. You see the glass is cracked and broken. You can see there are many, many holes in it, in the top bulb, in the bottom bulb. You can see some of them have been patched over, some of them aren't leaking sand at all, but some of them are. The floor itself, at least a foot deep in it. The sand is a multitude of colours. And it's consistently shifting and changing. The sand in the top bulb is very low. Hardly anything left at all. The bottom bulb is pretty full, apart from that which has spilled out all around. The rest of you don't see 
a thing? Um, I'm assuming you are Hope. Yes, I am Hope. Is this normal? And who are you? I'm Squash. Uh, Squash? You okay? Uh, Squash, like, gives Rala, like, a weird look. He returns your weird look. (laughs) They can't see me. They can't see you. Squash repeats with the intent purpose to tell the rest of the crew. (laughs) (laughs) They can't see me. They can't hear me. I am very much out of phase with them. Why can I see you? She points to your crossbow. Is this normal? Squash gestures at the hourglass and the sand spilt around. Alas, yes. You have a lot to learn in a very short amount of time. You're not going to fight me? At this point, I know when it's my time. You'll have to leave your friends behind. This is not for them. And we may well come to blows, if I don't think you're fit. Okay. Um, Squash turns around to the group, just like, um, I, I, I have to go with Hope. She needs to teach me something. Um, how long will I return here? Uh, we have to wait. I don't right? know what you're going to do. I can catch up with you. No. I think he's talking about the fact that you're uh, you're uh, take it out of here, mate. Okay. You're right. Um. Uh. Yeah. Squash is gonna like quietly lean into Lafian and just like, um, I'm not exactly sure what this person's gonna ask of me, but uh, I'm still quite uh, messed up from my interaction with Groomsh. Could you? Um, assist me a little bit there. Sure. But only because we're in dire straits. Laffian will... He'll do a, a seven points of mend wounds and see how that does for squash first. Thank you. And then depending on how bad it is, might do more. Uh, that's 31 HP. And if you guys need help with healing, let me Zoltana, know. Zoltana, yeah, if you could, um, just because I don't want to expend myself too much, if you could uh, patch up the rest of Squash's uh, injuries. Just sure. before he goes into whatever the hell this is. Uh, it's 36 How HP. much injury do you have? 36 HP left. Uh, left to top myself off. I lay on hands for 36. And I am at full HP. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, 
Thank you, guys. Um, okay, I'll be right back. I hope. Assume. I'm gonna hold you to it. Good luck. Thank you, guys. Squash is gonna turn around and walk towards Hope. Hope puts a like, kind of reaches up and offers you a hand, um, and she takes your hand in hers, and you feel like your entire body has just been electrocuted. And for the perspective of everybody else, Squash just disappears. <laughs> Squash is electrocuted. <laughs> There's just a pile of ash. Yeah, you fell. For it's it. actually just like uh-huh. I think I was a really good me. con. Car- <laughs> Nobody incited this <laughs> cartoonish skeleton charge. <laughs> And all that comes back is just, just like some ash on the ground. How many <laughs> and, like, wounds a tiny did blue you stone. just mend? Oh, you are dealt that much damage. <laughs> Congratulations, you're now in the stalking. Tell your specter I said hello. Hi everyone, Ral here. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you are enjoying your trip through this stalking. If you're having fun in the stalking, perhaps you could leave a review. Wherever you listen to podcasts, if you leave a review there, it helps other people see that we are worth the tremendous amount of time that it takes to get this far in our show. So thank you all so much for listening. Please leave a review wherever you can. I have a big thank you to patron Ryan Dark. Thank you so much for your support. We appreciate you. We will see you all next episode. Bye. This has been a Blighthouse Studio production. Thank you for listening. Hey, Ernest, do you ever think maybe this was a bad idea? Getting involved with this? Oh, yeah, a little bit, but I mean, we're handling it pretty well. Silently moving through the water beside you is a wall of flesh. The time has come. Mother will drown the world and we will be the new beginning. Children of the tide, the time has come. Hello, Winston Wither, local kook, and I believe on a spiritual level that Chutney needs to have big bits on. Why are you going? Excuse me. I need to interview the... Wait, wait, Wait your turn, sunshine. Behold, the city of the gnomes, and here, Schmal Schmarks, founder of Schmommunism. Welcome, listeners, to Dark Tides, a weekly paranormal audio drama series that uses role-playing game mechanics. Beware, Your mother. She'll stop at nothing. Find the child before she does. Protect the child. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.